0: new, become a new man, become a new woman. Hello everyone, this is Brian Clark and this is 5am Motivation. I hope this message finds you in high faith. I like to use that word high when it comes to faith. We got to say high because the higher we get, the closer we are to our Lord. Let's get right to it. Look, it's time to turn over a new leaf. There is a new king in town and he is calling for order. The walk we've been taking, the the trail or the path we've been following up to this point has been all wrong. See, your old ruler allowed you to do whatever it is you wanted to do. Your old ruler enabled you, made you believe by acting on your own behalf, you were coming to age that you had arrived to a new place. So who is this ruler I speak of? Who is responsible for our actions up to this point? I say up to this point because today is a day we say goodbye to disobedience, ladies and gentlemen. We have been dominated by the spirit of disobedience for too long and is keeping us from our father. It's blinding us, not allowing us to see our blessings ahead, not allowing us to walk in our faith. Our disobedience is blocking us from the score. Well, guess what? It's a good thing you have control over that. Yes, we have control over that. Think about it. Are you ready to say goodbye to the old and hello to becoming a new man or woman? And I don't want to hear any excuses. Well, the devil's doing this to me and the devil's doing that. Nope, I don't want to hear it. I used to say the same thing, but let me tell you, I haven't seen or heard from the devil since 2017. We give the devil too much credit for our own behavior. We cannot blame the devil for the sin we can easily yield and avoid. Hear me, saints. I used to be a unit director at the Boys and Girls Club about five years ago. I want to tell you a story. It's one of the most gratifying things I've done in my life. Hence why I'm back speaking again. I used to be able to speak every day and, and give speeches and, and write programs for the kids in the club and Boys and Girls Club of America. You know, won won a national award for Boys and Girls Club of America for writing a program for for teens, uh, being able to find their way uh, in this world. It, it was it was a great accomplishment of mine, one of the one that I will always remember. This position gave me access to the most wounded, our young minority youth. My club was about 80% African-American, 15% Hispanic, and I would speak to them every day for two years, building them up for what I hoped was greatness one day. I poured my heart and soul into guiding those kids and working to give them a more clear vision for their future. So when I started there and took over, all the staff members told me about the infamous team room. See the team room ran the club. My club was K through 12. I was the only club that had all age children and it was a destination site. So that means that we weren't attached to a school. So we had to pick kids up and kids had to make their way to our location, okay? See the team room ran the club. Like I said, they did whatever they wanted to do. They never participated in programming. They scared and bullied all the little kids and each other for that matter. All they wanted to do was hang out and cause problems. There were about 30 main ones that would come every day. And we all know with a group of kids, there's one main group within that group. This group was the young wannabes. They were too cool for school and made it a point not to like Mr. Brian when I first arrived. See, they had a director for once, that actually looked like them, could relate to them, and could show them the way. Remember what I just said, because it's important for later on. I'm gonna repeat this. They had a director that looked like them, could relate to them, and could show them the way. See, they hadn't had that before. They hadn't had that before. Even though they did not listen to me and continued to be disobedient, I knew one thing, I knew they didn't know me, I knew if I could share my experiences and relate to them somehow, it would start to break down the wall. This took months to complete. So there was one member and he was the leader of it all. He was the very last one to conform. He would disrespect me the most. And even though he saw the others starting to come around, he just flat out refused. Though he portrayed to be this, he portrayed to be the biggest and the baddest. He was actually one of the smartest and had a lot to offer to the club and to everything else he was doing in life. In all reality, I would say hello to him every day. I would go out of my way to do it if I had to. I was consistent. See, the most of these kids lack consistency when it came to relationships. I wanted to show him I was there and I would always be here for him. As time went by, yes, Saints, he started to come around. It made me happy because in all honesty, it hurt me. I'm human. I can admit that it hurt me the way that he acted towards me. But I kept on him and I kept my feelings aside. And I kept on him and he and everyone else finally came around. You know why they finally came around? You know why? They seen after a while that I truly cared for them and their well-being. That hey, this guy that came in here to take over this club, he's not so bad after all. They knew that I wasn't there to, to take from them, but to give back to them, to give to them. And they eventually noticed that. They eventually noticed that if they conformed, life at the club would be easier for everyone. Get that easier for everyone. Life at the club would be simple, wouldn't be so strenuous. (sighs) They started participating in programming. They started receiving incentives for doing the right thing. Most of the time that was extra snack. But hey, I bought the best snacks. You know what I mean? And they knew it. And they knew that if they went by my rules and they followed their steps in the, in the in the task for the day that they would be able to get that extra snack or whatever incentive I had in store for them during that week or day. I gave them free time to be themselves, to hang. They started confiding in me. They started confiding in me, telling me their problems. You know what, guys? We were becoming a family. We were becoming a family. And they started going on field trips, a lot of them. You know, they always like to go out and be out, not always stuck in the... Confinement of the club all the time. So the field trips were a big deal. Now, here's my point God has the same approach to all His children. He hurts when we aren't obedient, it pains Him when we make things difficult for ourselves. Just like I was sent to the club to restore order and give hope, you heard it. God was sent, God sent His son. Who looked like us, who related to us, and who could ultimately bring us salvation and show us the way. Remember what I said earlier? Look like us, could relate to us, and could ultimately bring salvation and show us the way. Are you seeing the dots starting to connect right here? I hope so. Because God put this on my heart. Okay. He was sent to us to bring order. Five years later from being away from that club, I'm just now seeing this and learning this. And I had to share it with you. If I could get those teens to obey, then I need to change some things in my life that aren't compatible with God's instruction for me. So let me ask you, are you ready to finally give up the old you, the ruler, the ruler? of oneself and become a new man new woman today no excuses and be obedient to our father are you ready to have consistency with a relationship with god who will always be there for you to listen to your problems to treat you as family are you ready to have life incentive being able to go on all the field trips you want in his kingdom Are you ready to have access to someone who loves you and will say hello to you every day and wait for you every day, even though you're ignoring him? Look, I'm no Jesus, but it's crazy how much similar our lives are to his, how similar our situations and circumstances are to his. That's our God. Are you ready to believe that there is a God that cares about your well-being and who will grant you access? All by simply obeying. If those teens can figure it out in that context of the club, I know we can figure this out in the context of living in this world. <laughs> it's funny. Have you ever gone to the grocery store and seen someone you know, but you don't feel like having that small talk? Even worse, when they're in the same aisle as you and it's just you two in that aisle. All right. Now, you, <laughs> we've all we've all been there. So what do you do? You know how you just turn your body and act like you're about to grab something off the off, grab some food off the shelf and kind of like act like you're looking for something really strong and just hoping that they don't notice that it's you, you know, Something like that. And hoping that they don't see you when you walk by. We've all done it. Let's be honest here. But for real, this is how we are when it comes to God. This is how we are when God comes walking in our lane. Like we know he's right there, but we act like we don't see him. The problem is he sees us. And we can't avoid him forever. Because one day we will be judged and we will have to answer to him eventually. So why not submit and conform now? Why not just say hi now and have that small conversation? I bet it will cost you less than that mac and cheese on that shelf. (laughs) Look guys, the teens conformed. I'm gonna close with this. The teens conformed. And when they did, the club was full of peace harmony. When they conformed, the club was full of peace and harmony. The club that I was running became new. Imagine a world like that. Imagine a world that became new. I'm gonna leave you with that. It's enough said. I pray for all of us. God bless. Go out, have high faith and be great. 5 a.m.